Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. You know, I am so blessed by the fact that I am surrounded by good people, by intelligent people, by hard-working people, and there are few people in the world that I'd rather work with than the folks that I get to call my partners, my co-workers here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. There's so many amazing folks, but I'm going to draw your attention today to one, our radio man, Mark Freeze. Now, there may be a few faithful listeners out there that say, I listen to every single Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and that may be true, but technically, Brother Mark listens to a little bit more of Mike McCurry, myself, than you do, and the reason for that is he's the editor. He's the guy that, if necessary, will take out a, an uh, an um, uh, let me think here. He takes those things out and makes me sound so very good. Now, to my credit, Brother Marcus told me I do a pretty good job with those things, but you know what? Every once in a while, they still slip through the cracks, and Brother Mark is right there. He's my safety net. But also, he's an idea man. I like idea people. When I have a bad idea, I want other idea people to tell me it's a bad idea. But I also love feeding off of other people's good ideas. That being said, if you have a good idea for this radio broadcast or for the foundational ministry of Bible Tract Echoes called Bible Tracts Incorporated, if you have some thought, some even a critique that you'd like to share with me, I have the grand privilege of being the director of this ministry. And it could be that if the Lord leads, that maybe we can even implement one of your ideas. Realize, of course, there are all kinds of limiting factors like time and money and all those types of things. But if you have a great idea, I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to share with you Mark Fries's idea that we're going to implement today on the broadcast. But let me tell you, if you'd like to share with me your idea, you can text me today at 3 You can text me today at 309-316-7240. I'll give you that number one more time. Send me your idea. You ready? Here's that number one more time. 309-316-7240. Now today on the broadcast, Brother Mark Fries mentioned to me a few weeks ago, he said, there are some tracts that slip through the cracks. And he said, you know, every once in a while, maybe once every two months, once a quarter or so, I will sit down behind this desk in front of this microphone and I will read for you some different gospel tracts. There are multiple reasons for this. Number one, it does a good job of acquainting gospel tract users with the available tools. It also does a good job of helping you, if you use some of these gospel tracts, to remind you what they actually say. You think uh, it would be good if we knew our tools, wouldn't it? Well, that's one of the goals of these weeks of broadcast when I do this. I don't do it all the time, but every once in a while I do. But it also has the dual purpose of giving the gospel very clearly to those that are listening right now that maybe, just maybe, don't know Christ as their Savior. Today, we are going to begin 
with a specific gospel tract, and this week's theme are my least talked about gospel tracts. Now, is that because these gospel tracts are bummers that nobody should be using? Absolutely not. It's because I am human, and I get into a little bit of a rut sometimes, and I will neglect to talk about certain gospel tracts, not because I don't like them, but because I just have certain ones that they grab my eye, and I'll talk about those tracks sometimes, or they're the first ones that I think about, and I don't acknowledge these other gospel tracks. Some of them, one that we may get to today, I even wrote this gospel tract, and I don't even talk about it that much. But today, these are great gospel tracks. Realize many gospel tracks have specific situations that they are best for. Specifically, speaking of, let's talk about one called We're Grateful. We're grateful. Well, gratitude is a great thing, but who are we talking to with this particular gospel track? This is one of the last gospel tracks that we had so many of when I came into the position of leadership here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. We had tens of thousands of them, and so we have a new design for this gospel track called We're Grateful coming very soon. kind of has a patriotic flavor to the front cover of it. We have a new design to this gospel track coming very soon, but we still have some of this more vintage style is the word I'll use. Here's what this gospel tract says. If you're a veteran, if you are a prior service member, maybe uh, perk your ears up because this one's for you. We're Grateful says this. Hello, veteran. Yes, we're grateful for what you did to preserve our freedom, enduring separation and loneliness. You may have come home safely without combat experience, but perhaps... You did see bloody battles and the broken, mangled bodies of comrades. Maybe you were even gravely wounded. Perhaps the terrors of prison camp haunt your memory. It may be, though, that you suffer even today from injuries received in the military. Whatever your circumstances, we thank you for serving and are glad you came home. Have you ever wondered... If it's true that a good and faithful serviceman or servicewoman who dies for our country is assured an escape from hell and an eternity in heaven, and if it is true that those who die in battle go to heaven, what about those who face death willingly but are not killed? Would it not be as reasonable to expect that they too will go to heaven? What about a soldier who, though willing to give his life for Uncle Sam, survives, but swears and curses and drinks and has no use for God, Christ, or the Bible? Will he go to heaven anyway? You will probably say no, and right you are. But if those who die in battle go to heaven, then in the name of justice, the others, because they have been willing to die, ought to go to heaven also, regardless of the way they live or their attitude toward the Lord Jesus Christ. But here are some facts. Number one, you are going to die someday. Number two, you will spend eternity somewhere. Number three, When you pass from this world, you will either be absent from the body and present with the Lord, as 2 Corinthians 5.8 says, or your soul will be lost, damned, and doomed forever, without hope. It doesn't matter who says that God will take you to heaven because you've served your country. Listen to what God 
himself says. You will meet him in judgment if you do not accept him. He says, ye must be born again. John chapter 3 verse 7. Notice that it is not serving or dying from, for your country. As great as a sacrifice as that may be, but a new birth is what makes you a child of God. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says. No one will be able to say, I am in heaven because of my religion, or my good deeds, my service record, or even because I died for my country. Salvation, heaven, is the gift of God. Listen to Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ died at Calvary. He took your sins and punishment on himself and satisfied the righteousness and justice of God. Titus chapter 3 verse 5 says, It is not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. Eternal life, salvation, is not found in religion, clean living, or heroic service for our country, but only in the Lord Jesus Christ. He arose and is now seated at God's right hand. You, if you will receive him as your Lord and Savior, you will be saved. If you reject him, though, you remain lost. And if you die in that state, no matter when, where, or how you die, you will be lost forever. Now, we, I, am so very glad you have not died in this service. You did not die in the service. And I pray that you will receive Christ so that when eternity dawns for you as it is coming for us all, there will be a great welcome for you in glory. John 1.12 says, As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. In 1 John chapter 5.12, He that hath the Son hath life. This gospel tract, written by Paul Levine, the founder of our ministry, many years ago, well over 25 years ago, concludes with this parting thought. You can be saved right now by receiving Christ as your Savior. Did you realize that there is nothing preventing you except for, may I say bluntly, your pride keeping you from accepting Christ as your Savior? Because yes, your pride will tell you that you're a good person. You don't need this salvation provided by Christ. You can work your way there. The Bible says that's not true. Your pride will tell you that you've been a good serviceman, a good servicewoman. You've served in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Coast Guard, even Space Force, I think we have these days. I've been a good service man or woman. I don't need salvation. I'll work my way there with my life sacrifice. The Bible says that won't work. Can I tell you, friend, the only way to heaven is to understand that you and I, we are all sinners. I'm not just lumping you into that category. We are all sinners. And there is a penalty for our sin. Because of our sin, we have to spend eternity separated from God in a horrible place called hell. But number three, Jesus Christ died for us. He paid the penalty and you and I can accept him. I did so as a young boy in Monterey Bay, California. 
I prayed a prayer similar to this when I said, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know there's a penalty for my sin. I know that if I die without you, I'll go to hell. But I don't want that. I want to go to heaven. Please forgive me of my sin. Take me to heaven when I die. You could pray a prayer just like that. You could accept him. You. Not because I'm praying for you, but because of a decision you make. If you'd like to do that today, I'd encourage you to do so. If you do that, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you have more questions, text me at 309-316-7240. Again, much slower, 309-316-7240. We'll share another gospel tract with you tomorrow. Have a great day for his glory, and God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.